Hello. Thank you for joining me for this worship service. I know it is not as good as worshiping together in the church building, but I hope you can feel connected with others as we worship together today. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for your continued faithfulness. Your offerings are greatly appreciated as we continue to maintain the churches until we can be together again. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, the strength of those who believe and the hope of those who doubt, may we who have not seen have faith in you and receive the fullness of Christ's blessing, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Acts. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. You that are Israelites, listen to what I have to say. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with deeds of power and wonders and signs that God did through him among you. As you yourselves know, this man handed over to you according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God. You crucified and killed by the hands of those outside the law. But God raised him up, having freed him from death, because it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will live in hope, for you will not abandon my soul to Hades or let your Holy One experience corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Fellow Israelites, I may say to you confidently that our ancestor David, that both he, he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would be put one of his descendants on his throne. Foreseeing this, David spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, saying, He was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh experience corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that all of us are witnesses. Word of God, word of life, thanks be to God. A reading from First Peter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who are being protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, even if now for a little while you have had to suffer various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, being more precious than gold that, though perishable, is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor, 
when Jesus Christ is revealed. Although you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy. For you are receiving the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen, yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. There is a saying, seeing is believing. There is also another saying, don't be a doubting Thomas. Both of these sayings could be attributed to our Gospel reading for today. Jesus appeared to his disciples, and to prove who he was, he showed them his hands and his side. It wasn't until they saw the wounds that they began to rejoice. Unfortunately, Thomas was not with his friends that evening and was not able to see Jesus. When he returned, they told him what had happened. Thomas had his doubts. After all, the disciples had just been through a very difficult time in their lives with the death of Jesus. Thomas wondered if they so desperately wanted Jesus to be with them that they had imagined they saw him. Or maybe they knew how upset Thomas was, and they wanted to make him feel better by confirming that he, Jesus, was alive. Whatever it was, Thomas was not convinced. It wasn't until a week later when Thomas got to see for himself that his friends were telling the truth and not just imagining Jesus had come to them. Jesus appeared again and spoke to Thomas and let him touch his side and his hands. 
than Thomas truly believed. Seeing is believing. Then Jesus said to Thomas, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. I don't think Jesus said this to Thomas because he was disappointed in him for not trusting what the others had told him. I think Jesus said this because he knew that not everyone would be a witness to his resurrection, and it was going to be up to the disciples to continue to spread the good news of Jesus Christ so that others would also believe. That is why Jesus chose to give them the power of the Holy Spirit. He knew they had much work to do, and they would need the strength and guidance of the Spirit to help them. So how many of us are like Thomas? We are told something, but we are not sure if we should believe what we have been told. We have our doubts. It is much easier for us to believe when we can see for ourselves. If you had been away from the disciples that night Jesus appeared, what would have been your reaction when you were told all that had happened? I don't think it would have been easy for any of us to truly believe that Jesus was alive, especially after the horrible death he had endured. We have come to believe the resurrection of Jesus because of the stories we have been told and the other people in our lives who have showed us how to be faithful followers. Reading the Bible, attending worship, growing up with some very convincing Sunday school teachers have all been ways we have increased our faith and have come to trust that we can believe without seeing. Our doubts have faded away. Just like the early disciples, we have been given the power of the Holy Spirit a spirit who gives us strength through difficult times and a spirit who is there to hold us up when our faith wavers. We all have times of suffering in our lives which tests our faith and sometimes takes it to the breaking point. That is when doubting Thomas becomes a part of our lives. We doubt because we can't see how things can get better. We have lost our hope. We ask for a sign. We want God to reveal himself to us. We are pleading with God by saying, seeing is believing. And that is when we need to look to others to pray for us, when we find it too difficult to pray for ourselves. In First Peter, we hear some pretty powerful words that I think are worth repeating. By his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. In this you rejoice, even if now for a little while you have had to suffer various trials. Although you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy. God gave us Jesus Christ for our salvation, and Christ continues to work in us and through us. When things don't go the way we expect, 
we sometimes ask why Christ is not here to do the specific work we had in mind for him. But Christ is here. Christ will always be here. Just as he appeared to Thomas and the other disciples, Christ appears to us. Not to prove that he is alive, but to show us that because he is active in our lives, we too must remain active in others' lives. The indescribable joy given to us through Jesus Christ is a joy that we cannot contain. Spread that joy around and let the Holy Spirit be active in all that you do. And I want to leave you today with these words from Peter. God raised him up, having freed him from death, because it was impossible for him to be held in its power. The power of death could not stop Jesus, and because of his sacrifice, the power of death cannot overcome us. We live in the promise that we will be raised from the dead and be joined with all the saints in God's heavenly kingdom. As we go through these uncertain times and days that try our patience, it is good to remember that there is no power greater than the power of God, and that is what will see us through whatever trials we face. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we ask you to be with us as we continue to find ways to stay safe during this uncertain time. Be with all those who are affected by COVID-19 and those who care for the sick. Comfort those who mourn and those who suffer from isolation. We especially remember those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Help us all to find ways to stay connected even as we are apart. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.